This is the Huey Alert Podcast with Craig and Shelley Huey, bringing you the tools to transform our nation and culture, the intersection of faith and politics. Hi, this is Craig Huey of Huey Alert, and we're so glad to have you with us. Shelley can't join me today, but I am so pleased that we have a special guest, Kevin Freeman. Now, Kevin Freeman, he's the host of the Economic War Room on Blaze TV, and he has an expertise in the area of understanding what's going on in China and why it's important and why it is a threat to our freedoms, our liberty, our economy. Um, and, uh, you know, I've been uh, talking about China for quite a while, about uh, the situation with Taiwan, the potential war, uh, uh, you know, the, the military aggressiveness of China. But I think Kevin can give us some insight of how this all began. So, Kevin, welcome to the program. Thank you, Craig. So, Kevin, you've, uh, you've got some expertise on what's going on in China. But more than that, what's going on today, you kind of understand how this all started with the threat that we have today. Give me an idea. What has happened? How, how has China all of a sudden uh, become such a threat? Well, Craig, it, it started actually back in the late 1990s when the Chinese decided they wanted to displace America as the world superpower. And they did so partly by uh, shooting money into the Clinton campaign in 1996, where literally uh, they were involved in election interference through a man named Charlie Tree who ran a Chinese yeah. restaurant in Little Rock, and they yeah. pushed a lot of money. This was interference. Mm-hmm. Right, I remember very, that. very real, and and yet people ignored it. Now yes. you know Trump got money from Russians and all that. That's all false, but it was absolutely true in 1996. China tried to infiltrate in 1999. They uh, two senior colonels of the People's Liberation Army wrote a book called Unrestricted Warfare: China's Master Plan to Destroy America. And at that time, China's economy was roughly one tenth the size of America's. It was equivalent to Italy's economy. And over the last less than quarter century, they've had the fastest rise of any nation's economic uh, in, in history. And they're now rivaling America and building a coalition of nations to destroy the American dollar and to displace us entirely. And that book, Unrestricted Warfare, was their plan to do it. Wow. So so right now, as, as we see China... I see a situation where you have a, a socialist economy that doesn't seem to allocate resources very well, but is allocating a lot of resources towards military, towards uh, a, a massive a military effort uh, to uh, uh, basically uh, command uh, 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 influence throughout the world. Uh, you want to comment on, on the their economy today and their military today? Oh, absolutely. Their, their economy and their military are both built by primarily American money. Uh, they Their economic prowess is not that great. They, they have a centralized planning to determine the allocation of resources. They regularly interfere in the free markets there. But as long as they were able to suck American industry, hey, move to China, our labor is cheap, and we will help you uh, build less expensively, which they did. 
because of that, they've been able to fund their economy. I remember visiting there in 1999 when Unrestricted Warfare was, was written. As an uh, employee of Templeton, I worked with the great Dr. Mark Mobius, and we visited a television manufacturer. They were an original equipment maker for uh, Panasonic and Sony and Magnavox and all of the great TV manufacturers of the day. And they flat out told us, once we get all the information on how to build televisions in, we will steal, they didn't use that term, but they will, would steal the intellectual property and then they build their own version. And they've sucked the energy and life of American and European and other Asian companies into China. They've learned how to do it and they've stolen the intellectual property. That is in essence how they, the Chinese miracle was built. It was built on thievery. And as a result, now we face an economic powerhouse that has stolen intellectual property. And you name the industry, whether it's uh, uh, pharmacological uh, in the drug industry or whether it is semiconductors or whether it is computer uh, manufacturing or whether it is uh, drones or anything else. They've literally stolen the ideas and technology and used it to build an economic powerhouse that is now aimed and threatening the United States of America. Wow. Wow. So, so um, we, we've, we've all heard about the threat in the area of pharmaceuticals where they have such a command of, uh, of producing type, different types of medications. Uh, we know that they have, um, what, something like 80% of the, of the production of lithium uh, uh, in the world. Uh, we know that they have uh, other rare earth minerals that uh, they dominate uh, and that they've been expanding in, in uh, other countries in South America and Africa to be able to dominate uh, in, in these rare uh, resources. Do you see a time when they could be cutting us off as part of a economic or military warfare? Now, not only do I see that, it's written in the book Unrestricted Warfare. They call it resources warfare, and they do it multiple ways. One of them is to go into a, uh, the enemy nation, the United States, and to fund environmental policy that would restrict our ability to access our own resources. Wow. Or they come in and they buy up the property and buy up the mines. Uh, that's one side of it. Then the other side of it is that they develop them on their end and they make us dependent on those because they become critical resource suppliers to the manufacturing base that we used to have here, but is now placed into China because they gave incentives or offers or whatever to move our manufacturing base there. So it is all lined up in unrestricted warfare. Wow. So, Kevin, uh, we see uh, weakness. I mean, some I would probably uh, call it appeasement uh, coming out of the Biden administration and the Secretary of State. Um, we 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 seem to uh, the Department of Justice basically removed uh, restrictions on China. Uh, tell me about what's going on with the current administration and its China policy. Uh, is is it working? Is is it a, a problem? Would you call it appeasement like I do? Well, I, I, I would call it elite capture. Okay. Um, and and I mentioned to you earlier in my book, According to Plan, the Elite Secret Plan to Sabotage America. We have both 
the Chinese Communist Party, and then we have a very willing or complicit administration. Um, and most of the administrations have been complicit with China, with the exception of President Trump. But when you see those Hunter Biden laptop messages yes. and you recognize the amount of money that's gone to the Biden family from Chinese and right. Russian corporations and Ukrainian, then you realize that elite capture that Peter Schweitzer talks about is absolutely legitimate and real. The elites in America are in large part selling America out uh, to China and to the World Economic Forum with the idea that, that a strong America is a bad thing for the world. Uh, I disagree wholeheartedly, but they're the people currently in positions of power. Wow. So, so uh, obviously changing the president and changing Congress is critical. Uh, if we're able to uh, change the presidency and we're able to change Congress, uh, uh, what, what policies should we be pursuing towards China right now? Well, uh, we, we started there during the Trump administration, and one of the things that we did was we took the thrift savings plan of the United States and said, you will no longer be allowed to invest in companies that are threatening to American military personnel and America as a nation. And so we defunded China in large part because most of the companies in China have some tie to the People's Liberation Army. And at under law in China, every company must first and foremost, serve the Chinese Communist Party. Right. So why would you want to invest there? So defunding the Chinese Communist Party would be step number one from a government, but individuals can do it as well. Get your money out of uh, investment managers or, or portfolios that are supporting Communist China. Got it. Uh, very, very interesting. Uh, uh, do you expect that the communist uh, regime in China will invade Taiwan. Absolutely. In in their mind, they're recapturing territory that belongs to them. They declared it theirs, and they've convinced our administration year after year after year that the one China policy is there's only one China, and Taiwan is is really part of China, and it's just a matter of time before it returns to China. Now, in 1999, when I visited Hong Kong, it had just been handed over by the British back to China when the 99-year lease expired, and they promised, oh, no, it's one nation, two systems. Well, not long ago, they eliminated the two systems, and they just made Hong Kong essentially just another uh, Chinese property. And people protested, and America did not stand up in the midst of COVID. We did not stand up and defend Hong Kong, I don't know if we will stand up and defend Taiwan. It's in our economic interest to do so. Uh, and and it's, uh, the right thing to do for the free-loving people of Taiwan. But uh, China won't even allow an airline to list Taiwan as a separate nation on their map without China threatening to boycott or, or in some way harm that airline. So, it, yes, I, the Chinese have full intention to to take Taiwan, and it's a matter of question of how the America will respond. So how America will respond, and if they do attack, and they do take over Taiwan, the economic consequences with uh, chip uh, making and, and what have you is, is going to be pretty devastating, right? Oh, absolutely. Taiwan Semiconductor makes most of the most advanced uh, semiconductor chips in, in the world. 
And so this is why we call it economic warfare. Uh, you know, it, it's not just a, a landmass formerly known as Formosa. It is a, an economic powerhouse, a part integrated into the global economy and something that the uh, Chinese Communist Party absolutely wants to dominate and control. And I should add, it, it has a, a democratic government, uh, a republic. Uh, it has a uh, uh, freedom of the, of the press and uh, freedom of religion. Uh, and a, and a, a real good entrepreneur uh, uh, population, uh, uh, building businesses and, and creating uh, new innovations and wealth. So uh, it, it is an issue that uh, goes beyond just them taking over an island. Um, well, listen, as we wrap this up, I, I know one last thing about China, and that is, you know, they were having these just uh, – uh, uh, terrible lockdowns, brutal, brutal lockdowns, and the people were revolting against it. And, and, and they had to get rid of their restrictions because of the revolts that were going on and the, the starting of a disobedience uh, among the population. And I just saw that I think it was 13,000 Chinese millionaires have already left China just this year on top of how many millionaires had left China, communist China, uh, last year. There seems to be an exodus of, of people and wealth from China if they can get out. Uh, is this an a indication that uh, communist China has an internal problem that could lead to its demise? Well, there's no question the Chinese Communist Party fears above all else uh, that they will lose their heads because if the Chinese Communist Party ever loses control, the people will absolutely revolt. Chinese people are wonderful people. Now, I'm wary of the Chinese millionaire class that's exiting China because I am certain that among them include many people who are, are um, infiltrators mm-hmm. sent to the West Uh, to infiltrate business by property under Chinese control. I'm wary of the number coming across our border that are military-aged Chinese individuals. They're at war with us. It's a people's war. They've declared it, and we tend to see them. I say it. What we see as a marketplace, our enemies view as a battle space. To us, it's marketplace. To them, they're at war with us. Wow. Wow. Powerful. Kevin, um, this has been great information. Now, you have a book, uh, uh, According to Plan. Uh, tell me about this book and, uh, and how somebody can get it. Well, the book is According to Plan, the Elite Secret Plan to Sabotage America. It covers both the sellout of American elite that is trying to, to um, make America less important in the world and make themselves rich in the process, but it also hits communist China and the pigs that are running there. And I use the term pigs borrowed from uh, George Orwell and Animal Farm. Okay. The idea is to take America and not just down to the rest of the world so that the elites can run everything everywhere. And that you can get a copy of the book according to plan. It's available at Amazon, but it's also available at accordingtoplanbook.com. And if you use the code EWR, you can get buy one and get one free. Wow, good deal. Uh, uh, it's uh, accordingtoplanbook.com, right? Correct. And, and, and you can put a forward slash EWR, which is Economic War Room, 
EWR, and you buy one, get one free. Awesome. Hey, Kevin, thank you for your insight and your information. This has been awesome. And for everyone, I encourage you, uh, get this message out. People have to hear it. Uh, uh, send it by email. Send it, uh, tweet it out. Uh, you've got the ability to distribute this and be kind of our secret army at getting this word out. And appreciate if you could do that. And uh, next time, we should have Shelly back with me, and, and we'll be able to uh, have a, uh, another great podcast. So thanks a lot for listening. Thanks for joining us this week. We are listener-supported, so please consider partnering with us by donating at craighuey.com or by signing up for our free newsletter. We look forward to being with you next week. And don't forget to share this podcast with others.